0: This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, January 10th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part one of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid.
1: Hello, good afternoon, and thanks for joining us. I am Megan Latonen with Aviva, and I am very fortunate to be joined here today with two of the leaders in this industry about to dive into the hot topic of grid modernization, resiliency, and the infrastructure bill. You know, we all know that power companies are scrambling to update their systems as climate change continues to fuel increased and more frequent extreme weather events. We've seen outages across the U.S. having significant economic consequences not to mention the impact on the people affected. According to the Department of Energy, these outages cost the U.S. $70 billion annually. And thankfully, the Biden administration has made updating the nation's grid a priority, and the latest infrastructure package allocates $73 billion for power upgrades. This is the single largest investment in clean energy transmission in American history. To dive into this topic, the state of the grid, and a breakdown of the infrastructure bill, I am joined today by Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy, the founder of OSIsoft and now chairman emeritus of Aviva. Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy is an industry pioneer who conceived the vision of scalable systems for managing industrial data, guiding OSIsoft from a startup in 1980 to a global software company that introduced and supported the Pi system. The Pi system has become the industrial sector's leading operation system of record, helping to improve productivity, efficiency, and sustainability in over 146 countries and th- over 1,000 utilities. Since OSIsoft's 2021 acquisition by Aviva, Pat remains engaged as Chairman Emeritus and Board Advisor of, of Aviva and is the prominent thought leader on grid monetization and resiliency, among many other things. Welcome, Pat, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. We are also fortunate to be joined today by Mona Sheff as we attempt to break down this bill and the opportunities in front of us. Mona is the Senior Director of Federal Government Relations at Schneider Electric and leads Infrastructure Implementation, aka Follow the Money from Federal to States. She has actually read the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act and broken down the segments of funding relevant for companies and states. Mona just celebrated her three-year work anniversary at Schneider Electric and has spent over 10 years in the clean energy space in DC, advocating for decarbonization, energy efficiency, and resiliency. Thank you, Mona, for joining us. Thank you. So let's, let's kick this off with a powerful question. You know, Pat, I've heard you mention three primary reasons around the importance and timeliness of this infrastructure bill resiliency, smart grid, and new transmission. With this in mind, what are your thoughts on how the U.S. infrastructure bill can leverage technology to help modernize the U.S. power grid?
0: To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Industrial Info is pleased to be presenting our popular in person North American Industrial Outlook on Wednesday, January 18th at the Sugarland Marriott in Sugarland, Texas, near Industrial Info's global headquarters. Among the topics to be discussed at this year's Outlook is the rise of environmental, social, and governance initiatives across most industrial sectors. We hope you're able to join us for this timely and informative event. Visit industrialinfo.com to learn more and RSVP. BP continues to pay out dividends affiliated with operations in Alaska, while its offshoot was the high bidder for a recent federal offshore lease, though it's unlikely the northernmost U.S. state will see a black gold rush anytime soon. In a move that has already brought jeers from environmental leaders and guarded cheers from the oil industry, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency's new agenda, released on January 4th, has eliminated a key part of its oil industry emission reduction plans. As recently as September 2022, the EPA was considering tighter ozone emission standards specifically in the Permian Basin, but the updated agenda has no mention of that proposal. While this omission does not mean the proposal will not be included at all, it seems to indicate a reduction in priority. Shell plc is brushing off recent problems at its liquefied natural gas business, projecting significantly higher profits from its gas trading unit for the fourth quarter of 2022. But the company, like its peers, is bracing for an unpredictable 2023 following a collapse of crude oil prices and a host of challenges, such as Russia's ongoing war with Ukraine and China's roiling economic outlook. Industrial and was tracking about $110 billion worth of active projects from Shell worldwide, including about $21 billion in the U.S. And Japan has reversed its phase-out plan for nuclear power and instead backed a strategy that will exceed the lives of existing nuclear power reactors and replace older reactors with safer, advanced technology. The U-turn comes as the country tackles an ongoing energy crisis. The government admitted that nuclear power will be needed as a long-term solution to the global fuel shortages which were caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine last February as well as helping fulfill its promise to achieve carbon neutrality by 2050. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.